What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, uh, Justin Roman. And guys, I hope you all are having a wonderful Tuesday morning. And guys, uh, today I'm going to be uh, continuing my NFL mock draft for the New York Giants. And guys, um, today is uh, today is the deadline of the franchise tag. Uh, which means uh, teams are allowed to franchise tag players that they have the chance to keep. And obviously, um, the players that they can't franchise tag are going to be uh, become uh, restricted free agents. Oh, man. But, yeah. Um, but, anyways, guys, before I get into, uh, before I get into all of that, um, I want to talk about my prospect for today. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be us going back on the offensive side of the ball again. Um, you know, um, and I'm going to be um, talking about the offensive line. You know, for the Giants, obviously, um, the Giants offensive line, you know, dating back to last season, the Giants offensive line has took a step forward. You know, addressing the tackle position. You know, obviously the Giants still need a center. We still need, we, we still need a guard. You know, um. So, but you know, other than that, you know, the Giants, the Giants have been. You know, the offensive line has been, it's gotten better. You know, um, we're gonna see how Evan Neal is gonna look like in his second year. You know, um, I don't think it's right for people to uh, throw, to bash on a rookie in his first year. You know, any prospect is going to struggle if they're a rookie. You know, it doesn't matter what position they play at. You know, um, so, yeah, I'm going to talk about the offensive line. Um, and the position I want to talk about, I want um, um, I want to talk about the interior. Um, the guard position once again um, and the prospect I'm going to be talking about um, this is going to be a very interesting take um, but I want to talk about Matthew Bergeron uh, the rookie out of Syracuse I, I have never mentioned a player out of Syracuse before you know um, and you know I just want to talk about this guy really quick you know um, because Hey, you know, um, I just want, you know, just because, you know, I just want to, because, you know, when it comes to me, I want to win. And you guys know that I've said it a bunch of times. I want to win. You know, I don't care who, I don't care what, I don't care what player, I don't care what player the Giants get. As long as that player has dominated at that level, just give, just give me someone, you know, but I want to talk about this guy really quick, you know, just because, you know, I see a lot of potential in this kid, you know, and I feel like he can definitely fit the Giants offense, you know, um, so, Mike, now my one question, my, the one thing I had, the one question I had about this guy coming out of Syracuse is, could he be uh, a four-tool starter for an NFL team, you know, um, look at, 
The NFL as a whole is somewhat starved for starting offensive linemen in general and offensive tackles in particular. You know, this guy out of Syracuse has started 39 straight games playing both left and right tackle and has been one of the top offensive linemen in the ACC. You know, um, he also has a versatile frame that could allow teams to move him inside if necessary or if he isn't able to stay at tackle. Could that give him a broad appeal to the NFL? Well, he's six foot four, uh, weighs around 323 pounds. The things I love about this guy, I love his competitive toughness. I love, I love his run blocking skills. I love his athleticism, and I love his pass protection. I think the thing he needs to work on is his anchor and his hand placement. You know, so I, when I look at this guy, I'm actually projecting him to be a starting tackle or a guard with a scheme versati- uh, versatility, you know, um, but like I was saying, this guy has a versatile combination of size, strength, and athleticism to play on the offensive line at the NFL level, you know, um, Bergeron has a stout build, like I said, at six foot four and a half inches, 323 pounds, with good thickness in both his upper and lower body, he carries his weight well, and doesn't seem encumbered by his size. With natural flexibility in his lower body, Bergeron is a natural knee bender who sits easily into his stance and maintains his hip and pad level throughout the rep. He routinely plays with good leverage as both a run blocker and pass protector. You know, um, this guy has good intentional quickness out of his stance, allow, you know, allowing him to move quickly off of the snap and hit his landmarks. He also has uh, quick feet when moving laterally and is able to mirror most speed rushers off the edge, redirect counter inside moves, or deal with twists or blitzes. His foot quickness also allows him to use his footwork to absorb bull rushes from power rushers. You know, um, Bergeron uses his play strength and leverage well as a run blocker and is able to create movement along the, uh, along the line of scrimmage. His athleticism also allows him to execute zone blocking schemes as well as, um, as well as, you know, being an effective pulling lineman or blocker for stream plays once engaged, you know, he does a good job of, you know, he does a good job of uncoiling his hips to drive, uh, to drive, you know, um, any defense. He has great competitive toughness as a blocker and strives to sustain his blocks for as long as necessary. He plays he plays with a mauler mentality, you know, and will and will routinely re-anchor and give second or third efforts to neutralize defenders as well as you know as well, you know, as, as he tries to finish with his defender on the ground. You know, um now while Bergeron has quick feet. He doesn't have a particularly he doesn't have a particularly smooth kick slide. You know, that could create moments with compromised balance with compromised balance or a foot further off the ground than ideal, opening him up to particularly fast or powerful pass rushers. You know, um I f- I think this guy will I think he's gonna have to improve his hand usage and the consistency of his hand usage. He can allow his hands to uh, drift wide and land outside defender's framework. That not only allows opponents into his chest plate, letting them control him and gain leverage on him, it can also open him up to being flagged for holding at the NFL level. Finally, um, 
he has less than ideal strength, at least compared to the NFL's ar- uh, archetype. He is a bit, he's a bit shorter and has slightly shorter arms than some NFL teams would prefer. So, I'm, I gave this guy an overall grade of a 7.2. My projection, like I said, uh, Matthew, look at this guy. This guy, to me, I can see him, you know, I'm projecting him to be a starting offensive lineman at the NFL level. You know, um, he has the frame, he has the leverage, he has the play strength, he, you know, and he has the athleticism to likely be able to play tackle or guard at the next level. He should be allowed to try and secure a job as an offensive tackle first. However, he could be a very athletic and versatile guard if he doesn't fit at the tackle position. You know, um, you know this this guy. Like I said, he does need to now look at this guy. He does need he does need to improve some of the technical aspects of his game, in particular, getting more consistent with his hands. He has a good amount of play strength and is a, a tenacious blocker. However, his tendency to let his hands drop uh, drip wide, at times almost clapping in, instead of punching, can compromise those strengths. You know, Bergeron plays with good leverage, but can struggle to anchor against uh, power when he allows defenders into his chest plate. Moving inside to moving, I feel like moving inside to the guard position could allow him to concentrate more on his hand technique and further. Uh, emphasize his strengths. You know, um, look at. I don't know what it is, but this this guy isn't getting much buzz in his offensive line in this off. This guy isn't getting much buzz in the offensive line class for this year's draft. But his potential to be a solid starter at multiple positions should help his draft stock. You know, even if he has to move inside the guard at the NFL level, he could still provide depth at the tackle position. He could be a. You know, this guy could be a. He could be a value find for an offensive line, offensive lineman needy uh, team on the second day of the draft. So that's all, that's all I got to say about that. And yeah, guys, that's my NFL prospect for today. Matthew Bergeron, offensive lineman out of Syracuse. Let me know how do you guys feel about this guy. Um, me personally, hey, this is, an, this is another player I would take. You know, um, he, has all, he has everything you need in an offensive tackle. And an offensive lineman. He has the size. He has, you know, he has the uh, demeanor. He has the the athleticism, the skill set overall. He he fits he fits that mold. You know, um, obviously, um, we're gonna see what Joe Shane's gonna do. Um, but hey, this is another good. This is another player that you can use at the. Uh, this is another player the Giants could get. You know, and like I said, he, this guy is, um, look at, just because I say players are not, just because I say players are not, just because I tell any, say, if I say any prospect is a day two pick doesn't mean I'm saying that prospect is going to suck in the NFL, you know, because usually the later picks, the, usually the, usually the prospect. Usually the draft, you guys need to understand when players get when players get drafted later on. Usually those players that get drafted later on are those, those are the players that usually are the ones that to, to succeed. You know why? Because they don't have a lot. They don't have to deal with the pressure. You know, being a first round pick, it's hard. You know, because you got to deal with the pressure. Everyone, you know, everyone's gonna expect you to be, you know, a talent. A, you know, everyone's gonna like. Being a first round pick, it's hard, especially in the first round. You know, 
especially if you're a top 10 pick because you got to deal with the pressure. Everyone's expecting you to do all this, to do that. You know, like, it's tough, you know? Like, look, look, look what happened to Evan Neal. Everyone started trashing on Evan Neal because he got drafted and he got drafted so high, which he, he deserves. This guy was ranked as one of the best tackles of last year's draft, you know? But it's hard because, you know, you got to do it to pressure. You got to do it to media. The media, the, like, if you're a top pick and you struggle, the media is going to eat you alive. And it's, it sucks, you know? That's why I feel like being, that's why you look at, you look at all these guys, like, why do you think so many players that were drafted so high up have, you know, why do you think they've struggled? Because they, they got to deal with the adversity, they got to deal with the pressure, they got to deal with the system, and it sucks, you know? That's why I feel like, hey, if you're late, if you're, if you're a late round pick, you have, you're, you're in good hands. Because you don't have to, you don't have to deal with your name being called out every single time, you know, so that's all I got to say about that, you know, but I hope you guys enjoyed this one, um, obviously we're going to see what happens with, uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, um, we're going to see what's going to happen, um, obviously the Giants have the franchise tag, um, they can't, you know, Joe Shane, he can only franchise tag one player, you know, um, so we're going to see what's going to happen, but, you know, look at. I'm gonna make a very early prediction. Daniel Jones, he's gonna get franchise tagged, and Saquon Barkley is gonna be released, and the Giants are gonna go in the draft and draft a running back. That's what I see happening. I don't want that to happen. Um, I hope it doesn't happen because I want Saquon Barkley to stay in New York. Look at Saquon Barkley doesn't. If he doesn't stay with the Giants, I'm gonna be mad. But if he doesn't. If he ends up with the Jets or the Bills, I'm fine with that. Because, hey, the Jets and the Bills, they both play in the same. Well, the Bills don't play in the same area as the Jets and the Giants. But, hey, there's, the Bills play in New York. So, hey, I'm, I'm fine with him going to Buffalo. If he goes if he goes to any other team besides those two teams, I'm going to get ticked off. Because Saquon Barkley, I said yesterday, he's meant to be in New York. He is born to be a new... He's... he's he is born to be an athlete in New York because that's what he is, you know. But we're gonna see what happens. Um, but like I said before, it's not hard to find another running back, so that's why I came up with that assumption. But we're gonna see what happens. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, I'll keep you guys updated for uh, more news about. Uh, uh, see, we're gonna see what happens between Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. The, uh, Saquon Barkley. So, Giants fans, hold your hats because we're gonna see what happens. Oh God, I don't, I don't even know if I'm ready. But like I said, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, and yeah, but until then, I'm out. Peace.